I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So I think by now you would have gotten to know some of our great online YouTube friends uh, disturbing us before our video and telling us that we have, uh, they have something great to teach us. Like we have great potential. This is a tested proven success system, right? And even I get struck sometimes. Sometimes I feel like, oh yeah, maybe, maybe there's something here. But honestly, I barely know the topic. They don't know me. What makes them so sure that I can do it, right? <laughs> and I'm not saying that courses are bad. Actually, we, we partner with some course providers and I'm not against courses. Uh, the problem I have with a lot of course providers is that, you know, they make it seem like this is the end-all be-all to all your problems. So they stroke our insecurities, right? So um, I think there is a better way to go about doing that. It is very problematic as to the current state of courses online. So today we will explore a little more about site hustles, right? Since most of these guys are trying to sell you some ideas to how to be a better site hustler, right? Creating a site income in a more realistic and gradual manner. Welcome home. Test, test, testing. Good morning, everyone! I welcome you to another day with the Financial Coconut. In our podcast, we'll be debunking financial myths, discovering best financial practices, discussing financial strategies that fits our unique lives. You get it! Ultimately empowering us to live a life we love while managing our finances well. Whether you're interested in the pursuit of the common narrative, getting a degree, finding a job, setting up a family, live happily ever after. Or you're an avid fire believer, F-I-R-E. But those who are new to the term, fire means financial independence, retire early. Or you're just quirky, like me, questioning and trying to create a life you love, there is something for you here. So whether you're on your way to work, to school, chilling by the beach, or just cuddling, snuggling in bed, today's topic is smart side Hustling. Recently, I'm sure if you're on social media, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, anywhere you go, you see tons and tons of ads. You know, it's like you can be the next millionaire. You can join Amazon. You know, make the become the next Amazon millionaire. You can, you know, quit your job and you know make money. Something you need to learn. Learn how to trade. Learn how to you know make options. Invest in the stock market. Blah 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 blah. Either way. Everyone is trying to get an extra income. And in this day of the gig economy, where it's just very prevalent, you know, there are a lot, lot of interesting platforms out there where you can, you know, make a little bit of side income. People have called, coined this new term called a side hustle. And I get it. Following the previous episode about income realities, many people are curious, like, so how can I make more income? Of course, if you have not watched the previous, you know, episode, go and watch the previous episode about, you know, paycheck realities. But today we're going to talk a little bit more about how do we be a smart side hustler. You know, we want to make some side income, want to make some extra income while we develop our main income, while we develop our skill set to then be able to change to a department, join a bigger company, join a bigger platform. We still kind of want to, you know, make some side income. So 
to me, I thought, yeah, these days there are many ways and many platforms and many people trying to tell you, you know, follow their strategy, follow their, you know, uh, their system and you're going to make some side income. But to me, I find a lot of them very questionable and that's why I decided to do this topic for today. To be a smart side hustler. The first point I'm going to share with you today is to go for your natural side hustle. And what do I mean by natural side hustle? Think about it. You're listening to my podcast Today, you're probably like early 20s, early 30s. You know, if you're older, that's cool. If you're younger, that's cool too. But I'm expecting people to be about 20, 30s to be listening to a podcast like this. And you've lived 20, 30 years. Along the way, you went to school, you pick up a sport in school, you pick up a, a join a CCA, you know, like in Singapore, tons of CCA everywhere. You know, the school is very well funded. You get to learn instruments, you get to learn a sport, you get to join a community, you know, all sorts of stuff. And then you go to the university or you come out to work, you try a lot of interesting different jobs and small little skill set and hobbies along the way. So I'm assuming that everyone has picked up many skills and experiences along the way. You don't actually need to, you know, learn a new thing to create a side hustle. There are many things that you already have, many experiences that you already have that can become your natural side hustle. So some things like, um, if you're really good with your studies, you know, uh, yeah, teach tuition. That's your natural side hustle because you're already good at it. You already know what to do. You know how to beat the exam. Or you love to play board games, you know, you can always teach people how to play board games. I'm sure there are people that are interested and don't mind paying a little bit more on the weekend together at maybe a cafe or your place, play board games together and learn the tricks from the pro. So, you know, you get it. The idea is that there are many skills and many um, experiences that you've already have growing up and all these things can become your natural side hustle because... There are so many more platforms out there, whether it's meetup.com, you know, whether Instagram, Facebook, there are so many ways to make a little bit of extra income along the way. You don't need to pay a few thousand dollars to pick up a whole new skill. And yes, if you have some interesting side hustle, I want to hear from you. Email me at thefinancialcoconut at gmail.com. If it's interesting, we'll talk about it in another series. Either way, what I'm trying to say is that you don't need to pay a lot to start from ground zero to make a side income. You already have something and, you know, if you don't know it, ask a friend. What, did, what do they remember you for? You know, what are you good at? Blah, blah, blah. Go ahead and ask. You definitely have something. And brings me to my second point. If you truly believe that you have nothing or you have as of now, your skill set and your experiences are not valued by the market because you're trying to get some pay, right? The market needs to value what you do. So as of now, the market doesn't value what you do yet. Maybe you learn to make clay. You know, I know a friend who made, you know, vases and it's amazing. But, you know, maybe the market doesn't value as much. So you... you you don't get paid as much and then you feel that, yeah, maybe I want to learn something. You know, I really want to go learn something that the market values more. Maybe like investing, maybe like trading, maybe like design work, how to draw logo, coding, you know, all these kind of stuff. Yes, there is a market, you know, there is a market here. Demand, supply dictates the price. Fair. So if you really want to learn from zero to create your side hustle, then go to the library. 
the National Library of Singapore is amazing. I don't know when was the last time you went to the National Library, but every time I'm there, I'm wowed by the amount of resources at the library. I would think that the National Library Board should redefine themselves as the National Resource Board. They just need to buy some like VR, AR headsets, get more digital stuff like iPads and you know recording systems, everything. And they can be the resource center for our citizens to be able to have connection to the digital economy, to be able to create side hustles. And you know, there you go. Ultimately, what I'm trying to say is that there are a lot of free resources around and the library has tons of books. So read, read, and read. And some people tell me, you know, I don't like to read, man. Like, it's so boring. Wow, very sad. You know, why do you want to read? What I feel is that you've not found a book that you love. That's it. Because we all read. We read blog posts. We read, you know, uh, Facebook posts. We read the newspaper. We read anything, you know. And some things that interest us, we read. Even though it is a simple blog post that tells you the 20 best places to eat in Clementi, you read it, right? So it's not that you don't like to read. You just maybe want something that is more pictorial, more engaging, and a content that you love. So not everybody needs to read, like, you know, how to invest in a stock market or, you know, how to code, from, how to code for dummies, you know, whatever those kind of stuff. You can pick up a book that is more aligned with your interest. Like one of the books that I saw recently at the National Library at Tampines, I saw this book about the origins of coffee. And it has a lot, a lot of pictures inside. It tells me everything. You know, oh, in this part of the world, they grow coffee that's sweeter, you know, more floral, and the other side is a bit more bitter. And where do they come from? How long has this been around? What is the kind of roast that they do? And I personally think it's pretty interesting. Although I'm not a huge coffee fan, I think a lot of Singaporeans are interested in coffee. So maybe that's a book that you'll be interested. The National Library has tons of books. And let me share with you something from, from someone that has... For me, someone that is trying to write a book. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Every single book that is being sold and published in Singapore can be found in the National Library Board because it is a must for the author or the publisher to put at least two books with the National Library. So yeah, every single book that you can find here, you can find it for free at the library. So go there, you know, get some free resources. And I feel that that is a great way to start. Free, read, and learn. You can build your skill from there. And I, I'm not saying that, you know, um, don't pay money for these courses, or you, you know, it is not worth it to develop a new skill and blah, blah, blah. The reality is a lot of these people out there selling you courses and programs, you know, uh, are quite questionable. I'm not sure if 
Uh, I'm not saying that they are all fluff and shit. You know, uh, some people are really great. Like I've learned a lot of good stuff. But I personally believe that you'll be able to learn more if you are more vested and you already know some basics. So let's say, you know, um, so I invest in the stock market and let's say you're really interested to invest in the stock market. I will recommend you to read some books. You know, um, I think the famous, one of the few famous investment books are The Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham, you know, Pragmatic Capitalism by Cullen Roche. I think these few are pretty good books, you know, and of course read the the one that Ray Dalio wrote, Big Debt Crisis, you know, that is like free on online, just go download it. Read his book also, Principles, I think those are great books and those all these books are tough to read, I tell you, they are really huge and if you're new to this this uh, investing, you will find that there are a lot of terms that you need to pick up and Google. So, take your time. But, by reading, you build a fundamental base you validate on whether you're really interested in this thing, whether you can really pull through, you know, reading the book. If you cannot even finish reading the book, why pay three, five thousand or ten thousand to go for a course? And you probably will never pick up the skill because you're not even vested enough to finish a book that is, you know, related to the course. So what I'm trying to tell you is that you don't need to pay so much to go for the course first. Go to the library. Get a book, validate yourself. Make sure that, you know, hey, I really kind of like this thing. You know, I don't mind paying a little more to go for the course because I already validated myself. And when you already have some basics, you can go in and you learn more. You learn faster, right? And I think that is cool. So go to the library. Start, you know, start there. I think tons of free resources. Let's not waste it. Beautiful place. Go. And of course, it brings me to my third point. You realize that all these side hustles, uh, if they have a business nature, like if let's say you want to start an Airbnb, you have an extra space, you know, or you want to uh, start investing in a market, or you want to be able to start an online e-commerce store, or start a weekly magic gathering that you charge membership in, whatever. They all have some sort of business nature, and they require time to grow, right? You any Anything that has a business nature requires you time to develop it. So that is a side hustle that requires you to really hustle a little bit more. But if you are in a hurry, if you're in a hurry, you want to make money first. Brings me to my third point, get a part-time job. A part-time job essentially is an old way of saying side hustle. Hey, you know, I have a new side hustle at the cafe being a barista. 10 years ago, you'll be called, oh, I'm doing a part-time job at this cafe. You see? So it's just a rebranded thing. But why is it important? Because I personally believe that the fastest way to make money is to pick up a job. Because you exchange your time for money. And it's okay. That is where we start. So if you're really in need for money, go get a job. Work weekends. Do events. You know, just do some side jobs and settle whatever you need urgently first. Once you have done with your urgent matters, then we talk about how do we build, you know, sustainable long-term side hustle income, which can be converted to full-time over time. All these takes time. So to be a smart side hustler, you need to know where you are at. Are you doing fine and just trying to um, explore something different because you're so good at what you do, you're getting a little bit bored at the office, you know. 
Like the other day, I had a friend, we were talking, and she was like, I'm so bored, I'm a hotel manager, and I'm so good at it, it's getting boring, and it's cool, you know, because if you keep doing the same thing, you naturally become good at it. So now that you're bored, what does she want to do? She was like, oh, maybe I want to organize some soap-making workshops on the weekend. I was like, cool, do it. Because her goal is expression, her goal is creativity, it's not just about making money fast, right? So if her goal is to do something like that to express herself, go ahead, that is a great side hustle. But if your goal is to make money fast, then yeah, get a job, get a side job, part-time job, cool stuff. Make your money, settle what you need to settle, and then we look at something different. If your goal is to be a long-term alternative stream of income, then you need to realize that, hey, you need to put in the hard work. Huh? This is a long-term journey. You got to learn and, you know, over time become better, build the business and build the hustle. Ultimately, we want to be smart and we want to be clear of our goals. How do we execute our resources in a better way? So to sum up, I want you to realize that to be a smart side hustler and not be oversold by all these programs, the first thing you can do is to find your natural side hustle, whether is it your hobby, your interests, you know, taking exams, anything. There is a market out there. And the next point is, if you really need to start from ground zero, go to the library, there are tons of resources there, pick up a book, learn something, go ahead, right? And the last point is, if you're you need to realize that building a side hustle takes time. So if you're in a hurry, get a job, get a part-time job. That is a great side hustle too. So yeah, that's it for today. I hope you learned something. See ya! Test, test, testing. Hey, I hope you learned something useful today and truly appreciate that you took time off to better your life with the financial coconut. Knowledge is that much more powerful and interesting than shared, debated and discussed. I hope you will share what you have gained today with the people you love and I want to hear from you. Give me some questions. Help me along with building our community of financially savvy coconuts. I hope together we can fulfill our curious minds and desire for clarity. Email me at thefinancialcoconut at gmail.com. I will do my best to address your questions in future podcast series, especially if many are concerned about the same topic. With that, have a great day ahead. Stay tuned next week and always remember, personal finance can be chill, clear, sustainable for all. things even clearer, right? Your site income can be rendering your skills to some other organization, like aka a part-time job, or you can run a site business, right? And you hopefully scale it to something big enough to replace your full-time income. And I've recorded an episode about this, right? Episode 68, where I explore some honest um, advice of starting a small business, right? Which is very different, right? Because when you want to start an business that is out to take on the world in a tech startup, it's very different from just doing a side hustle and hoping that it can replace your income, right? And now that we have spent enough time talking about income, paychecks, side hustles, I think we need to explore the next step, which is savings, right? Savings is probably your first step to capital accumulation, right? Putting aside some money for the longer term gain. So yeah, next episode, we'll explore that from an ideological standpoint and to answer many of these questions like how much should I save? You know, what is saving? what is the use of savings, right? So I hope you enjoy next episode. Join our community Telegram group, follow us on our socials, sign up for our weekly newsletter. Everything is in the description below. 
Keep learning. I'll see you around. See ya. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.